Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, November 16th. Lucid Motors has pulled off the cloak for their second model, the first ever SUV from the company. They call it the Gravity. We have a wealth of details and photos on our site, which I encourage those interested to read, but here are some highlights. In terms of spec, the top-tier version they listed will likely share a 900-volt architecture with the others. The battery capacity, they say, is about on par with the Air, which for reference is 113 kilowatt hours. Lucid estimates about 440 miles of range, cargo capacity of 112 cubic feet, a drag coefficient of less than 0.24 as a target, and a 0 to 60 acceleration in 3.5 seconds. On the interior, we got to see a new glass center console, and Lucid has moved its display panel above the steering wheel, and the center console display itself has been turned horizontally. The front trunk is quite substantial, so much so that Lucid showcased a couple of models sitting in seats for tailgating, or nosegating, and we were told to expect the MSRP to resemble those of the Air Sedan, whose pure touring and grand touring trims are currently set at $74,900, $87,500, and $115,600, respectively. Tesla has finally started to advertise with video. The automaker has produced its first video commercial, an advertisement highlighting the vehicle's safety and performance. In June, we reported that Tesla officially kicked off a little advertising with Google Ads, but the company moved into other mediums, and now here they are paying for advertising space with YouTube videos. For its first video ad, Tesla has decided to highlight their industry-leading safety. Now, Tesla's vehicles have consistently ranked at the top of the industry in terms of crash test results. It might seem like an interesting choice for Tesla to choose to highlight such an aspect, but safety has often ranked among the top three features that people look for when buying a new vehicle. A fair amount of news from the desk of Hyundai. Not exclusively EV-related, but Amazon is launching online vehicle sales, and they're going to start with Hyundai next year. Shoppers can buy their car online and pick it up from a local dealer, where presumably I'm going to say that the paperwork is actually going to occur there. I'm not entirely sure how it's going to work from a legal standpoint, but anyway, starting in 2025, customers buying Hyundai's next-generation vehicles will also gain access to hands-free Alexa. At the LA Auto Show, Kia introduced its EV3 small SUV and the EV4 sedan concepts, which are expected to become the next additions to the company's lineup. We already saw the EV3 and EV4 last month when images leaked in advance of Kia's EV Day in Korea. Then we got a few more details on EV Day itself, and now here we are getting to see the concepts in person. We were a bit excited for the concept cars only because Kia had their EV9 concept that wound up being very similar to the finished product. The EV3 looks like a futuristic SUV with a low polygon count, as it seems to more reference the PlayStation 2 era of video games. For reference, the Cybertruck has so few polygons that it may as well be from Star Fox on SNES. The EV4 is a bit larger, has a long sedan, not taller, but it's similar in styling. A build of the Hyundai Ioniq 7 was also spotted testing in Korea, a vehicle that we have seen as a concept before. Ahead of its debut, the Ioniq 7 was spotted testing, which gave us a sneak peek at just how large it is in production form. Like the Kia EV9, which shares very much, Indeed, the Ionic 7 seems quite large next to other vehicles on the road. Today's episode is sponsored by VMAX Mobility Incorporated, one of Europe's leading e-scooter brands. 
The brand was founded in 2015 and is headquartered in Switzerland. After eight years of growth in Europe, VMAX e-scooters are now available in North America. VMAX UL certified e-scooters offer exceptional performance and reliability with a motor, battery, controller, and frame that are all built to last for years. The brand's high-quality components are all made in VMAX's ISO certified facility for maximum control over safety and design. On the company's latest models, you'll find integrated turn signals, ultra-bright front lights, responsive brake lights, tubeless tires with superior tire tread, an anti-slip deck, and built-in suspension. You'll also find a powerful motor, high torque, instant responsiveness, advanced electronics, and regenerative braking for unmatched performance. VMAX offers an industry-leading 24-month warranty, and with nationwide repair shops and a local U.S. warehouse for parts, servicing is easy. Check out the latest VX5, VX2 Pro, and the VX4 models, and stay tuned for the exciting new VX3. If you're a speed enthusiast, don't miss the company's R40 and R55 high-speed race scooters. Visit vmax-escooter.us and use promo code VMAXELECTREK for exclusive offers for a limited time. Thanks again to VMAX for sponsoring. Toyota has announced that Redwood Materials will become a supplier for cathode material and anode copper foil for its EV lineup. Redwood Materials, which is a U.S.-based company, specializes in recycling, refining, and remanufacturing used battery materials. It was started by Tesla co-founder J.B. Straubel and has scored a handful of contracts from battery materials in the industry. Now, Redwood boasts the possibility of recycling over 90% of battery-critical materials, making for a win in the economic and environmental impact areas. For Toyota's products, Redwood is targeting a minimum of 20% recycled nickel, 20% recycled lithium, and 50% recycled cobalt in its cathode, and 100% recycled copper in its anode copper foil. In what's beginning to sound like a broken record, Volkswagen is cutting electric vehicle production over slowing demand. According to a new report from Automobile Woach, the automaker is now cutting its number of shifts in the Zwickau plant. Volkswagen is now running a two-shift operation, down from three. In some pretty good spin, a company spokesperson said, quote, the decision ensures productive operation and the future viability of the site. Now, Volkswagen has been cutting shifts and delaying builds on various grounds, but as the report notes, it really comes down to falling demand, rising inflation, and an end to the subsidies as reasons for the move. In a bit of good news, the Vatican is going electric, and they will be rocking Volkswagens in the process. The automaker will deliver just under 40 fully electric vehicles, including the ID3, ID4, and the ID5. With a country that's only 0.19 square miles, I really wonder where they will go. But also in the Volkswagen camp, Porsche is working on a major renovation for their Zuffenhausen factory to accommodate production of the upcoming 718 electric sports car and powertrains for the Macan EV. The company will invest over 250 million euros overhauling this facility. As part of the bipartisan infrastructure law, the Biden administration announced that a new round of federal funds will support the U.S. battery manufacturing industry. This $3.5 billion package is the second part of a larger $6 billion-plus program that awarded funds to the first applicants last year. And now here they are with the remainder, and some areas of the battery supply chain that this funding is specifically seeking to encourage include lithium extraction in both hard rock and brine mining operations, 
silane gas production for battery precursors and rare earth metals. On the battery production side, a variety of cell and chemistries are eligible for funding, including solid-state batteries and various components. Both pilot and commercial scale projects are eligible for funding. In today's community comment found on YouTube, most of you enjoyed the ending of yesterday's episode. I'm glad you did. I can't promise that will happen regularly, but I can promise that you'll have a great day.